be in fear. I'm sick and tired of doing the things that I have been doing all my life. Namaz five times a day praying didn't help me. None of the parts of Islam helped me. And then something happens to that person, a touch or a breeze or in a form of a wind. I know it is Jesus. Maybe you are sitting here today and you are saying, I need that transformation because I don't want to be stuck in this place anymore. Now this is the biggest harvest time. This is the revival time for God to come and change everything. Welcome to Dream Church, where all nations come together to become a part of God's family. Join Ishik as she shares some of her most personal stories and takes us on a journey to go deeper in our walk with Jesus Christ. Dear Dream Church, welcome. It's so good to be with you. And I've been all day praying for you because today I believe with this message, God is going to take your walk with him to a new place. And I know that many of you have been with me praying for revival, asking God for more. You want to, you want to see his glory in this ugly, evil world? And you want to see our God do something so magnificent so everybody would know that he is the Lord God. And we are having this passion together as Dream Church and holding our hands. And you, there are people right now writing to me and telling me, I want to start a fast with you again. If you are fasting, I want to continue. Please let me know which days do you fast. I mean, this is so amazing. Yes, we do fast as a team regularly and we pray together regularly. But I am not going to announce this from here, but if you really want to know about how we fast, how we pray, please write to us, info at ushikabla.com, as many others. And if you want to volunteer, become a volunteer missionary for, with our uh, ministry, we welcome you. You can be a writer, you can write, and you can uh, help people, counsel people, you can find post for people whatever god god is leading you and we pray about it we also screen uh, you because because of obvious security reasons we will ask you some questions but i just want to encourage you to serve with us because we are in in the mission field we are entering into enemy's territory in the muslim world and even in america in the western world as well so today i just want to encourage you in the lord that if you haven't heard uh, his voice in a very very uh, vivid way in a very strong way and you you have been praying lord give me clarity lord give me tell me speak to me and i want to encourage you today after you hear this you are going to go to this next level and you are going to say wow i am ready i am ready it is not only hearing it's also listening and it's also obeying the voice of God. I want to start with this testimony that I received recently and blessed me tremendously. We heard from a missionary from India who was in the middle of a jungle living in a, in a hut. And in this little place, he, he is a new believer and there are a few other huts there. So it's not a big village or anything. And he's sleeping and uh, before he goes to sleep and he is just praying to God and telling him, Jesus, uh, 
please speak to me i want to hear your voice and i will obey whatever you tell me to do you know you know you see people like this receiving christ in the third world countries in africa in india in the muslim world with a childlike faith and they say please speak to me i want to do whatever you want me to do i am i am so in love with you jesus so this this person this believer is the same way send me as a missionary use me use me for the great commission and before he goes to bed, in the middle of nowhere, and God speaks to his heart. Jesus tells him, I want you to get up. Start running. I mean, pitch black jungle. If you've ever been in a place like this, I've been. The, no lights. I'm talking only the lights of the moon and the stars. And you see, like, these stars that you never see in big cities you cannot see it but when there's no electricity in a town like this in Africa in India sky is so gorgeous so beautiful so God is speaking to this precious precious newborn baby and telling him I want you to start running you see sometimes God can tell us something that doesn't make sense but we still need to obey I want you to start running and walk, 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 run, 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 until I tell you stop and preach the gospel. In the middle of nowhere. I mean, like, who, who do you preach the gospel, right? So this kid takes God's voice so seriously. Didn't even question it. He gets up in the middle of the night. It's all dark. And he starts in the little, you know, pathway. He starts running, running and running. And God tells him, stop now and preach the good news. And without any hesitation, with childlike faith, this precious man starts preaching the gospel. Thinking he's preaching to nobody and he starts, Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. God loved you so much. He loved the world so much. He sent his only begotten son. So no one, no one who believes in him will perish, but will have eternal life. God so loved the world. He loves you. He has plans for your life. He came in human flesh for your sins. He died on the cross. He shed his blood on the cross. On the third day, he rose from the dead. He conquered the dead. So whoever believes in him will never experience death, but will, will have eternal life. Today, God is calling you to repent. Today, God is calling you to turn to him. He has plans for your life. And God says, stop. And he stops preaching. Immediately, as soon as he stops preaching, a man from a tree goes down, comes down. And the guy, the new believer is in shock. This man comes and he goes on his knees and he's crying and weeping and he gives his heart to Jesus. He's weeping and weeping and weeping. He's like, I don't know how to do this, but teach me, tell me, how do I do this? How do how I ex accept Jesus? This man that who died came in human flesh and died for my sins. Tell me, how do I do this? And he receives Christ. And he says, before you came here, I was on that tree and I was going to hang myself because there's no hope, there's no good, there's nothing in my life. 
that I could hold on to, I could hang on to, and I was about to hang myself. And you came and you started saying this, all these powerful, wonderful things. I want to know that person who died on the cross for me. And he gives his heart to Jesus right there. And they are both preaching the gospel. How amazing is that? And today I want to encourage you. Sometimes God can challenge you with his voice. God can challenge you speaking to you and telling you things. You need to obey. You need to obey. Yes, there are things that we need to say. Lord, is this you? I need a confirmation. I want to make sure that it's you. But let's have childlike faith like this man and go and say, Lord, I am going to do whatever you ask me to do. Even if it's going to look foolish, maybe in a cafeteria, in a big, big school campus, you're going to go on a chair, you're going to stand up on the table, and they, they're going to call the security of you to drag you out. And you're going to say, Jesus Christ is the Lord. There is hope in Jesus. There is hope in Jesus. He has plans for your life. Don't give up. Don't give up. Maybe you are going to save one person's life. Listen, this is a faith walk. And faith walk is hearing his voice and obeying his voice. And not many can do it. But look at this. When I was reading this testimony that I received, this, I received wonderful, wonderful testimonies from all over the world. And I, I am going to share more and more with you because it challenges us. And it also is a faith boost. It boosts our faith. And because God wants to take us to a place that we are just like little children. You know, little children believe in anything. They do anything that is so foolish. You know, it's a good part of it. It's a bad part of it, of course. We need to warn them, to protect them, right? But sometimes we get too smart, too intelligent, too perfect and mature in a fake way. And then we stop doing the things that God called us to do. I want to challenge you today and read you this beautiful passage from 1 Samuel chapter 3. The Lord calls Samuel. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The Lamb of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord calls Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. But Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Again the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. My son Eli said, I did not call, go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. He is in the temple of God, but he didn't know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel, 
And Samuel got up and ran to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, Go, lie down. And if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there calling as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. At that time, I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family from beginning to end. For I told him that I would judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. His sons blasphemed God and he failed to restrain them. Restrain them. Therefore, I swore to the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. This is huge. Samuel lay down until morning and then opened the doors of the house of the Lord. He was afraid to tell Eli the vision, but Eli called him and said, Samuel, my son. Samuel answered, here I am. What was it he said to you, Eli asked? Do not hide it from me. May God deal with you, be it ever so severely. If you hide from me anything he told you, so Samuel told him everything, hiding nothing from him. Then Eli said, he is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up and he let none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. Look at this. Through his word. This is so important, folks, for us to understand. Samuel did not know the voice of the Lord. He didn't. He was in the temple. His mother, Hannah, dedicated him to the Lord. She cried for him to have a son. She prayed to have a son in previous chapter. And then she dedicated the boy, very little. And he didn't know God. He was in the temple of God. He didn't know God. A lot of people are in the church of God. They know about God, even preachers. They know about God, but they don't know God. They don't have a personal experience, relationship. They don't hear the voice of God. It's a very serious sign because he says, my sheep knows my voice. And here we are seeing this young Samuel called by God. And there is this bigger and older priest of Israel, Eli. And God is revealing something to Samuel that he's not revealing to the priest. He's not revealing to the man that who knows the word, who knows God, about God. He's not revealing it to him. 
about him, but not to him. And Samuel finally says, you know, some people, God is calling, God is calling. Jesus said, I am, I am at your door. I'm knocking at your heart. Are you going to open it? Are you going to let me in? Are you going to allow me to speak to you? Or are you going to shut the door on my face? What are you going to do? And he goes to Eli. You called me. You called me. He doesn't recognize God's voice. Maturity is recognizing God's voice and obeying God's voice. Recognizing and obey. Not only hearing. A lot of people hear, but they don't recognize. You, go, you are going to recognize it and you are going to obey that voice. So he goes and says, here I am. Based on the instruction, he's obedience to the priest. He's obedient. So he says, here I am. Your servant is listening. I do this during my prayer time. Here I am. Here I am. Here we are, Lord. Your servants are listening. Your servant is listening. And then God speaks to him. God speaks. And he tells him something that concerning Eli and house of Israel. Imagine. There's a warning. There's a confrontation. And there's judgment. There's judgment. What was the judgment? Eli compromised. Eli compromised because his sons were wicked and he closed his eyes to their sins. He said, oh, my sons, don't do this. But it was not good enough. He did favoritism because they were his sons. And he allowed the hindrance come to the house of God. And this applies to today's, the condition of the church. This is so real in our lives right now, in the church of God right now. And this is why we need revival. This is why we need more than revival, reformation. We need complete resurrection of the church, coming back to life. Death, buried, coming back to life. This is what we need today. And I have to tell you, this is a serious call. And I'm saying this, other preachers are saying this, and people are listening and walking away, doing nothing about it. And this is exactly what Eli did. Samuel told him next day everything the Lord God told him, everything. And Samuel said he is God. He knows better. Whatever he does is good, it's okay. And he walked away. He could change something there. He could repent. He could kick his sons out of the temple and out of the courts and get them paid the penalty according to the law. He could do something about it, but he didn't. It was still not too late for Eli. As soon as you hear the word of God, as soon as you are hearing it, obey the word. Obey his commandments. Take it seriously. It's not too late when you are hearing it. It's not too late. Immediately repent. Saul, King Saul had the same opportunity. When Saul rebuked him, he could go on his knees. No. He kept going after Saul. He kept seeking man. 
And finally, he went to the medium to seek Samuel's death. Look at this. It's happening in the same lifetime of this man, hearing the voice. He's obeying the voice. But he's seeing others are not. This is a very serious walk. And you know what happened to Eli's household? God took their lives. The Ark of the Covenant, which was carrying the presence of God at that time, glory of God was in it, was taken captive, plundered by the enemy. And you know, the Eli's grandson named, mother was dying and he named his son Ichabod, God's glory had departed. God's glory is departed from Israel. This is very serious. But I want to tell you, I want to go back to the testimony that I shared with you. If we don't obey the voice of God in small things, how come we expect God to speak to us for bigger, greater things? We need to learn to obey that voice. Today, Lord, I pray for Dream Church. Everyone is part of this broadcast. It is not only hearing, Lord. It is obeying. So I pray today, you give me an obedient heart. You give my listeners an obedient heart, God. We, we don't only ask for hearing your voice today. We are asking, obeying your voice. Lord, give us obedient heart. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, forgive our disobedience, God. I repent from the times that I heard your voice. And I knew that I shouldn't have said something, and I said it. That happened, Lord, and I repent from that right now, in the strong name of Jesus Christ. And there were times that I had to say something, and I didn't. I repent from that too, Lord. Lord, I ask for an obedient heart. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray, amen, and amen, and amen. Today, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you know Jesus maybe as a prophet, as a good teacher, but you don't know Jesus, you truly don't know him, I want to invite you, my friend, to seek him. Ask your creator who Jesus is. Reveal himself to me. Lord, reveal, reveal yourself to me. I pray in Jesus and pray like that. Reveal. I need a revelation. I need understanding. Jesus Christ came to this world to seek and save the lost. If you don't have a personal relationship with God, if you are not hearing his voice, if you cannot call yourself a child of God, you must know Jesus Christ. God came down to earth to save us in human flesh. He died on the cross for our sins because we could not save ourselves. He came to save us. And he rose from the dead on the third day so he could conquer the death to give us eternal life. What you need to do to be saved from eternal punishment of hell, 
You need to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior into your heart, saying this, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. I accept and believe that you died on the cross for my sins, and you rose from the dead on the third day. I repent from my sins. I ask your forgiveness. Please save me, God. Please be the center of my life. In your name I pray. Amen and amen and amen. If you pray this prayer, you are born again. God is giving you a new life and a new heart. And you are saved from eternal punishment of hell, which is real. Hell and heaven are real. And today, your name is written in the book of life. And you are a child of the living God. Hallelujah. God bless you. I love you, Dream Church. See you next time. Recently, I had a broken heart and I didn't know. And one day I was praying and I, at that moment, how, you know that how God reveals you things when you are not expecting. And God showed me that day that I had a broken heart. I had many broken hearts before and so many times God came to my rescue and he touched my heart and he made my heart whole. Maybe today you're an adopted child and you, you are still wondering what happened to your own parents and you have a broken heart. Every abandoned child has a broken heart. Maybe you are a child that your father doesn't want to see you or you don't even know your father. You have a broken heart. Maybe today you are facing divorce. The man or woman that you loved and you gave your life, everything that you had and in your entire life, your years, your youth, your love, everything that abandoned you, you have a broken heart. You know what God's verse says in Psalm 50 verse 17? My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you, God, will not despise. You know, another, in another Psalm, God says, I am closer to the brokenhearted. If you have a broken heart today, know that God is waiting for you to turn to Him and surrender that broken heart to Him, to say, God, my heart is broken. Whether my husband broke my heart or my wife broke my heart, my children broke my heart. How many of you have a broken heart because of your children? You wanted the best for them, and yet they always chose what was wrong. If you're a parent today with a broken heart, I just want to tell you, give that broken heart to Jesus. If you're a spouse today with a broken heart, because your spouse, your loved one broke your heart, today I'm telling you, give that broken heart to Jesus. Maybe you are a child today, you are facing rejection, you have anger in your heart because of rejection, because your parents have been rejecting you, neglecting you, you have a broken heart. And Jesus is telling you today, give that broken heart to me, I can make it whole. Today I am praying for you, if you are feeling depressed, if you are feeling down, because somebody really hurt you very deeply, you can give that broken heart to Jesus and ask Him to fill you with laughter, fill you with joy, because you know what? He loves you unconditionally. And as a parent that you have broken many times his heart, as a perfect parent, he always have forgiven you 
and he always embraces you. And today, he wants to give you his very best as a perfect father. He wants to just fill you with his joy. Today's broadcast has been brought to you by Ishik Abla Ministries. Ishik is a former abused Muslim woman who was transformed by Jesus Christ. Now she is sharing the good news to Muslims and a revival message to America. To learn more about Ishik, please go to isikabla.com. Again, that's isikabla.com. Please contact us at info at ishikabla.com. Again, that's info at ishikabla.com. Join us for Revival.